Welcome to the Side Hustles and Big Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Justin Dotson. Come along on this journey as I take you behind the scenes and show you what it takes for me from start to finish to turn my side hustle into a full-time business. I may succeed, I may fail, but we'll definitely learn a lot and meet a lot of cool people along the way. So let's see if I have what it takes to become a successful entrepreneur. All right, episode number one. Well, I guess technically episode number 1.0. So I recorded one episode already, um, sort of as a test, I suppose. I was going to release it, but um, sound quality wasn't great. I used my iPhone headphone microphone to record it, and, you know, I got a better mic now, so this sounds a lot better. So anyway, getting in, episode number one. Um so I guess the game plan here is going to be really, I want to give sort of a rundown of what this podcast is going to be, um, a little bit of background about me, where I come from, and where where I'm going, what my plan is, you know, and um, hopefully what everyone can expect to hear and see in the future from me as we uh, kind of take this journey together. So um, first off. What are we doing here, right? So, um, I've been listening to podcasts now for a few years, probably four or five years, um, and I've also kind of been on this journey to be- start my own business. I've I've had this, um, how would you say? I, I suppose a uh, a desire to be my own boss, start my own business and do my own thing for quite a while now. And so you kind of put those two things together and you get me listening to a lot of entrepreneurial based podcasts. One thing that I've seen out of the the podcast that I listen to is you, you typically get a lot of um, entrepreneurs come on, they talk about their success story, they talk about their business, they talk about where they started, where they got, how, uh, where they ended up. You know, maybe they throw in a few failures along the way, um, but you never really get the deep details of the journey that they had to go through to get to where they are, right, to be successful. Um, you don't get the, the the nitty-gritty details of all that stuff. So my plan here is I, I kind of want to shed some light on that. I want to open up my journey as I as I move forward to start my own business and really share um, all the details, the goods, the bads, and everything in between, right? Um, the mundanes, how to handle things like when you get burnt out, uh, because that happens, um, how to handle marketing, sales, all these different things, right? And different personality types too, because I'm more of a an introvert person. I don't typically talk to people. And so it'll be interesting to share how I go about that um, when, whenever it comes to marketing and sales and those sorts of things. Because that's a, a very uh, key part of starting a business, right? If you have a product that you're trying to sell, <clears throat> how are you going to sell that product without sales, right? Without talking to people, without marketing, all those good things. So... Um, I want to share all that, right? Share how I 
sort of figure out what works for me, um, give tips, pointers, um, lessons learned, because I'm sure through this entire process, there's going to be parts that don't work. I'm sure that that will we'll stumble upon things that I do wrong, probably more more wrongs than I do right overall. But um, I really want to kind of document the entire journey. Um, and then another, another part of this is going to be reaching out to other people that are kind of in the midst of the journey also, maybe just starting out or been doing it for a while, working on the success part. Maybe, you know, hopefully I would love to really capture some people that have either failed and get real good details on that or maybe people that have come close to failure and how they turn that around because I, I you know I think those are the important parts right it, yeah success is great um, having a product or a service and selling it and you know meeting what you define as success whether that's you know just being able to make ends meet doing your own thing or maybe uh, money, you know, maybe being rich, maybe that's what you define as success and that's all great. But I really want to capture, you know, those steps that the, the progress of starting from nothing and ending up with a business that, that you can look at and say, you know, I did this and I'm successful at this. So that's, that's sort of the, the overall feel of what my plan is here. Um, a little background on myself. So I guess I I really started this journey hardcore, you know, about three months ago, I decided that, you know, I'm going to just take the leap and I'm going to start working towards start my own business. Um, so, um, I'm not, I'm not going to give all the details of what exactly I'm doing just yet. Um, those things will be uncovered as time goes on and we keep moving through this process, but, um, I'm a software developer. Um, and I've, so I've been doing software for a few years on the side. I don't do it full time. I haven't worked for a company doing software for a few different reasons. Um, I work full-time. I have a full-time job with a well-established company. Um, I'm not going to give the name out or what my job title is, but you know, I, um, a, a big well-known company, right? And I've been working for in this industry for 10 years with this company for nine years now. Um, and I, I kind of decided as I was coming up on this 10 year mark, which I hit, uh, February 22nd, <clears throat> I, um, as I was approaching this, I I saw it coming up and I was like, you know, wow, 10 years. And it's, it's amazing how fast 10 years goes by. Right. And I look back over the last 10 years and I had all these plans of what I was going to do and didn't really do any of it, (laughs) which is, it it was kind of depressing looking at that, you know, and, and saying, wow, all these plans and, and all these goals and I hadn't achieved anything that I wanted to. Not that I, I haven't been successful in my career. I'm I would what I would consider successful in what I do, but it's not what I want to do, right? And and so looking at that, I, I took a step back and I kind of started reevaluating and um, I'm approaching thirty and I decided, you know, 
I think it's time that I do something for myself, something that makes me happy. And so I've had this skill that I've been working on for a few years now in software development. And I decided, you know, I'm going to just take the leap and I'm going to do it for myself. And so kind of here we are. Um, So one big question, why don't I work in software full time already? Excuse me. Well, a couple reasons. One, uh, location, right? So I live in a small town, West Texas. As far as I know and what I can uncover, there is zero software-based companies in my area. And so not having the opportunity makes it a little bit difficult, right? Um, So second question, why don't you move to where there are software opportunities? Well, you know, I have a family, I have obligations, um, and I'm kind of tied here right now um, with my my young kids in school. I don't want to move away from them. Um, they're in a good school. They're in a in a place where they're happy. They've got friends. Their life is developing here, and I don't want to I don't want to pull them away from that. And it's a big decision to sort of walk away from all that for what? Right, a career. I mean. Um, you know, I for me, when I look at my career and my life, you know, it's always second to my kids and my family and what's best for them. And so I've been fairly content, you know, writing software on the side just for me and my kids. And, you know, I make fun things and games and whatever. Um, but th- I guess it, there comes a point um, after a few years of doing this where, you say, you know, I got to do it for me um, because I I love doing this. You know, I love software development. I wake up at 5 a.m. every morning and I write code until the family wakes up and then I go to my day job um, and then all I do is look forward to the time when I can come home and, and write code again, right? So that's looking at that, I, you know, I was like, if I have this passion for something, you know, and I, I, I'll be the first to say I'm not the best coder in the world, right? I'm self-taught. Um, I discovered it in college. I was going to college for electrical engineering and I discovered software development there. I wasn't, you know, I don't have a background where you hear all these software developers and coders and, you know, whatever you want to call them. Um, that say, oh, you know, I started when I was eight and I was programming basic on a calculator or whatever it may be. I, I don't have that story, right? I wasn't exposed to it. Um, where I grew up, the only thing important in life was sports, you know? And so um, I did sports and outdoor stuff and I was a skateboarder for a long time, music, still a musician, but um, those are the, those were the things I was mainly focused on growing up and that I was exposed to. And, and technology wasn't a big thing, you know, being in a small town, technology is just not, uh, very prevalent, right? We use it, but we don't, it's just not something you're taught in school. And so I didn't really discover it until I was about 25, um, going back to school and started in electrical engineering, um, took a couple software classes and, switched majors to software engineering and 
started to learn how to code, um, fell in love with it, still in love with it. Um, but I looked at it and I was like, you know, I, I feel like outside of, <clears throat> outside of the theory, um, I can easily teach myself this. It may take a little bit longer um, to, to gather the materials and read everything on my own and not have a set curriculum and kind of have to learn everything on my own, but I can do it. Um, and it's not going to cost me $100,000 in debt to do it. So I decided I was going to come out of school and spend my time focusing on software and teach myself. And so I made a plan. I'm going to get up at five and I'm going to take classes online, whatever those may be like short courses, um, reading, learning as much as I can books, 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 lots of books. Um, and then in the evening I would spend my time practicing, right? I would sit down and I would code and, and that was kind of a, that took up a, a couple years of my life, and then the past year I've really been digging into writing software outside of the learning phase, right? Really just implementing everything that I know to, to, to produce things for myself. And so um, I did that, and I've been doing that for a couple years, uh, for about a year now, and I, I realized, you know, I want to do this full time, and... I kind of weighed my options, couldn't find anything in the area that would offer me um, employment doing that. So I looked internal to my company. Um, I've taken a few opportunities to go meet with our software development teams um, whenever I got the opportunity to do that and just really couldn't get anything to click there, you know. And so I decided, you know, I'll do it myself. You know, I, I look and, and you see people doing these things on their own all the time. And it really clicked for me. I was like, you know, when you look at the American economy so much, I mean, and it's extremely high percentage. And I, I don't want to say the number um, without having the information right in front of me. But, you know, it's close to like 90 percent, I want to say, of our economy is based in small business now small business, I believe is like 500 employees or less, but small business nonetheless. Right. And so it's a large percentage of, uh, our economy based in small business and people that are just doing their own thing and growing a business from the start and implementing their ideas, um, their philosophies and, and making products that they are passionate about doing things that they're passionate about. And, you know, even my, my own dad is a, an entrepreneur. He owns a mechanic business. Um, he did that out of love of cars and motors and all, all these other things. And and he's been doing that successfully now for probably 13, 15 years or so. And so, <coughs> excuse me. So I've seen it play out that way. And, and, and it seems more people are going that route these days, especially with technology. Technology makes it so much easier to, I mean, you can run an, an online store from your home, right? You know, you, you don't even need um, a facility to, to sell your products. You don't need storage. You don't need manufacturing. You can do everything from the comfort of your house, right? If you want to sell whatever it is you make, or there's websites like Etsy that, that really promote that, um, 
individual vendors to sell their products and makers and these people. And so I, I think we're, we're seeing this trend where technology is really enabling people to stand up and do what they want to do and kind of throw away the idea of a nine to five and, um, you know, kind of working for the weekend, right? That's what I'm so sick of. I'm so sick and tired of going to work for a job that if, if I drop dead tomorrow, I'm pretty sure maybe not the next day, but fairly soon they would have me replaced. Right. And, um, I, I work in a field where I'm literally given a number and that seems to be what I am a number, right? I mean, you know, I have my close group of coworkers that know me by name, but as the business itself grows, I'm just another number or just another employee. And so I want to get out of that, right? I want to do something that matters to me. And I'm not going to stand on a soapbox and say, I'm going to change the world or anything like that. Um, You know, great. That's great dreams, great aspirations to, to, to want that. But that's, I just want to change my life, you know, and that's the goal, right? I want to be happy in my life. I want to be happy in my career and I want to do something that makes me feel successful and fulfilled. And so after I, I, I kind of had a long think about this and really kind of went over every aspect of it and, and, and combed through the options. And it seems like this is the best way for me to go is to start my own business. Right. And, and there's a lot of scary things in that things like not having a stable paycheck, things like not having company provided insurance. Um, and those things are, they are scary, right? Um, but I think what keeps me level is the fact that people do it already, right? It's not like, it's not like I'm changing, uh, or disrupting the job markets or changing the way that, that people live their lives and how they go about careers or anything like that, right? This is nothing new. This is just sort of one man's journey to find success and a career change and becoming an entrepreneur. So I think, I think it's something that many people want and I don't think I'm original in in wanting that or thinking that I can do it or or anything like that. But I, I do think that there's far fewer people that commit to it and people that kind of get worked up in the, the fears of, what what may happen if they take that leap, right? The failures and what, well, what do you do, right? You know, you go out on a limb, you quit your job and you start a business and then the business fails and then what do you do, right? You, now you're out of two jobs, <laughs> right? And there's no backup plan. And I think that scares a lot of people. And so I, I, I will say that I have these exact same fears. I'm not exempt from that. I don't. I don't have any like crazy confidence that I'm just going to be overly successful overnight. And and honestly, I think through this entire journey, I will be utterly surprised if it is successful. Um, I'm not going in with the idea that I have this idea and I'm going to make it into a product or a service. And then in four or five months, boom, I'm, you know, I'm a successful entrepreneur and I'm making my own way. That would be great. And that's what I'm going to strive for. But I have to be realistic in the fact that that may not happen. It's likely not to happen. When you look at 
the amount of businesses that fail when they start up, it's, I mean, oh, you know, it just scales over the amount that are actually successful. It's, it's ridiculous how many businesses fail at startup. And so those are the kind of things I want to understand why. You know, why do businesses fail? Is it lack of commitment? Is it the uh, lack of taking the chances and the gambling? Is it all luck? You know, is it largely luck? Is luck, does luck really matter? Because w- when I look at people that fail, um, and you, then you look at kind of why they fail, it seems to me a, a large portion, not, not all, you know, maybe not even half, but a large portion of, of businesses fail because when the going gets tough, uh, people go back to their nine to five, you know, they go back to that comfort. And so I, I feel like there'd be a lot more people that would be successful if they could tough out those hard times, right? And hard times are something that you, every entrepreneur that I've ever listened to, read about, inter, um, heard interviews with, they all talk, none of them have ever said, you know, um, I started on day one with an idea. Day two, I made a product. Day three, it was profit. And, you know, I slept great every night in between that. So I, I just don't think that that happens. I think you're going to go through a hard time. There's hard phases. It's a challenge, right? It's a hustle. And you have to stay with it and you have to keep your eye on the prize. And if you don't have what it takes to continue to do that, then you fail. You The business doesn't succeed because you don't keep the momentum behind it. And if there's not someone at the wheel, that ship's not going to steer itself. You know, it's eventually going to crash. And so it just doesn't work that way. If you can't maintain behind it, you're not ever going to be able to drive it Um to that success, right? And so I think I think there's a lot of people that do that. When it gets hard, they go back to their day jobs. <clears throat> and maybe I'm completely wrong about that. I guess we'll find out. Um, but that's kind of what it seems like to me. I see a lot of people that that kind of jump into this and then they just don't succeed simply because it gets hard and they quit, you know, and they don't persevere through all that. And that's one thing that scares me when it when it gets tough. You know, how am I going to respond? And so this is going to be a, a huge learning experience as as I move through this and and see what comes. So I'm really excited, though. I mean, I think that I think it's going to be good documented experience for myself, you know, and I hope that it is a success and, and I hope everything works out. But the reality is it may not. Right. Um, and I'm prepared for that. I'm prepared for it not to work. That doesn't mean that I'm going to give up. Um, for me, I, I've made a hard decision that I will be out of the job that I'm in um, in the near future and working for myself. Now, idea one may not take off. Idea two um, may not work either. And idea three that, you know, the, the thing is, is you keep coming back. Right. And I think that that's the thing. When you look at successful people, um, many of them have a lot of failures and the reason that they do is because they don't have one idea and it's a great idea and then they're successful. They're people that continuously produce ideas and they continuously chase after these ideas and, you know, and so whenever you have a higher volume of ideas that you're chasing after, you have a higher chance of success. If you, I mean, it, it, it's, it's simple, really. If you, if you only have one idea, you try the idea, it doesn't work or it gets hard and you quit and you never reach that success and then you don't ever try again, 
you're never going to succeed, right? I mean, it's pretty, pretty cut and dry right there. However, if you have a lot of ideas and you execute these ideas and you continue pushing forward, new idea, new idea, new idea, and you just keep knocking them out, failure after failure after failure, as long as you keep moving forward, you keep increasing that chance of success as you move forward. Now, there are those one-offs, right? We, we, we've seen um, people like the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world with Facebook who's um, – seemingly first major um, try at an application was a success that that he didn't even see coming right it wasn't built it wasn't built for the idea that this is going to be the biggest social media platform in the world right I mean that wasn't the intent starting out it just happened that way and those things happen but they are rarities it's extremely rare to have a business that blows up to the size of Facebook um uh, with a one-off chance, right? It's just that was that's where that luck comes into play, right? And so then that's kind of what I want to dig into. How much of it is luck, you know, and and how much of it is hard work, and how much of it is risk, how much is it, uh, how much of it is gambling, how much, you know, because I, I feel like all these factors come into play. But to really nail down how much of each of those aspects does it really take? to push forward and create a successful business. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that is the ultimate goal here. You know, that's what I really, and I want to reveal that information the best that I can and relay it so that anyone who's in the same position as me, maybe you're in a job that you hate and you have an idea, but you, you're not sure how to execute on it, or if you should execute on it, maybe you're comfortable with that nine to five. You're comfortable knowing you got that paycheck coming, but there's still a part of you, you know, and when Saturday comes around and you're not working for the quote unquote man anymore, you have these dreams, right? You want to turn these dreams into reality, um, but you're, but you're afraid and, and that fear kind of takes over. Well, it's understandable, and that's what you know. What I want to do, I want to be the guinea pig for people that are in this position, like I am, that are just kind of fed up with what they're doing in life, and are ready to be happy, ready to succeed, and ready to do what they want to do. And so, that's what this entire journey is going to be about. Um, that's where I'm really going to focus on taking this. I'm going to give um, updates. My my goal. I would really like to get to a couple a week releasing updates of the state of the product, um, different things like how I handle stress and how I handle um, time. I mean, time's a big one whenever you're working on a side project with a full-time job. How do you manage that time? How do you manage it effectively? Um, especially if you're a procrastinator. I'm a huge procrastinator. Um, and, I, you know, for example, today, I literally... Uh, and the the irony of this is is insane, but I I needed to to work on my application that I'm building, um, and I knew that I needed to put time into it because I'm I'm at a point where I have a bug in the system and I, and and it's really kicking my butt. I can't get the the bug worked out, and I I really needed to work on it today because I haven't made much forward progress in a few days, and instead I sat down and watched TED Talks on procrastination. And so if you can see the irony in that, right? 
And so how do you, how do you manage procrastination? How do you know? And so I want to relay all this information, right? Because we're all humans. We all share many of the same traits. We all share many of the same fears. Um, maybe we do things a little bit differently based on our personality types and these sorts of things. But, you know, things like procrastination, I think most people procrastinate, maybe not to, to an extreme, but you know, there's a, these types of procrastination, um, stress, everyone deals with stress and, and stress is a big thing that can really weigh in on your perseverance whenever it comes to those hard times, right? If you're, if, if you don't know how to manage stress well, and then things get hard and then that fear kicks in, then you get the anxiety and you got fear and stress and anxiety all kind of playing on you, um, with a, a huge life decision, right? You're talking about changing your career and, and doing everything on your own, not being able to manage that stress properly can be a huge factor in you deciding I'm going to walk away from this altogether. Um, I'm going to go back to what I know is comfortable, what I know works, where I don't have to be the one that has to be relied on to make these giant decisions. I'm not the one that everyone's counting on um, to keep the business afloat, you know. So managing stress, I mean, can be a huge factor in that. And so I want to dig into all these things, right? Um, And so my, my plan is twice a week, I would like to release short, short little um, updates on the product where I'm going. Hopefully, I'm going to come in with some good topics. You know, like when I get into marketing and, and kind of share my experiences through the entire flow of idea to creation to market and see how that goes. Along the way, um, I also plan on getting some interviews with with people that are in the same position. Like I said earlier, um, people that are working on side projects, people that have committed, that have taken that step to commit all their time to their side project. Um, people that are close to success, people that are successful. You know, I really want to dig in and interview a lot of people. I've already got a friend of mine who was a huge proponent for me to start this podcast and share this experience is kind of him. Um, pushing me to do this, right? You know, um, he kind of gave me the motivation to move forward with this idea on the podcast. So, um, I'm really hoping to get him on because he's someone that has recently found himself in a unique position where he is a photographer and he does podcasting also. And, and he's working to make that his full time, um, career. So I think he'd be a great person to have on the podcast. So, uh, you know, I've already got some people I've talking to working out, lining up that I'm going to get on here. And so we can get not just my experience, right? Not just my personality, not just me telling you the struggles and the successes that I have along the way, but you know, the full spectrum and not just technology. I want to, you know, any industry out there that I can find, um, where people are in the same boat, you know, people have passions all over this world, all over many different topics. And I, I want to touch those, you know, because it's, it's insane to me growing up in a small town and I see, um, you're kind of exposed, maybe even in a bigger city. I don't know. I can't speak to that. Um, I grew up in a small town, but I know in high school in a small town, when you start getting ready to go to college and you start getting ready for your life and preparing on what you're going to do, you kind of have just a few options that you're presented with, right? There's there's like your basic things. There's like doctors, lawyers, teachers, um, coaches. I don't even remember engineering, science, uh, mathematician. Um, all the, I don't remember these things being like a big option 
whenever I was in high school as a career choice. I don't remember being presented with these things, right? Um, and so it was crazy to me to get out into the real world and you see people that have these insane careers that they've made for themselves. And it was the same with software. I, I didn't even, you know, it, it's crazy to, you know, software exists because we use it every day. But a lot of people don't even know where it comes from. It just is, right? We, we're in a, we've kind of hit this part in our lifetime where we're so used to it being there, we just expect it to be there. It just is there. We don't think about the process of it coming to be, you know, and that's, so when you dig into the engineering fields and the sciences, you know, these, these things have a huge impact on technology that wasn't around, you know, many years ago, many decades ago. Um, some of the stuff you look back five years, 10 years, 15 years, weren't even thought of, you know, and we're seeing things like, <clears throat> like Uber and Airbnb and these, these different twists on existing industries where they've allowed technology to be a huge factor to kind of disrupt that entire um, industry. And so I really want to dig in and find out what, what do people do? You know, because I'm used to where I grew up, you did oil filled or wind turbines, um, or you became a nurse or you went to college for business or law school, um, and teaching. And those are kind of the main things that people did around here. Um, or you, you know, you worked at like Walmart or, or name your, your local, uh, grocery store brand chain or chain brand. But for the most part, as far as a career went, there was kind of just a few options and, and there's not a lot of exposure. So I would really like to get in and find out what other people are doing and how they turn their dreams and their passions and their side hustles into full blown careers. Uh, because I think it's important to share that. And I think it's, it's important to really dig into the details of, of how they manage start to finish to become successful in what they do. Because if you're listening to this and you have a, a, a side hustle that you do, or you have, you know, a, a dream that you think would be awesome. If I could only do that for a job, right? It's not impossible. There is a way to turn that into some sort of career. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to figure out and share with you how do you make your side hustle into a dream come true. So I think that's good for today. Um, episode one in the books, right? So also, if if you could um, reach out to me, I'll, I'll share my email address below um, in the comment section. Give me some comments. Um, leave a review whatever you want to do. If you're in, in the same position as me, I would really like to hear your story. So reach out to me personally and I, and I would love to, uh, to have you on chat with you, you know, get an idea of who you are, get to know you. Um, maybe even grow a network, you know, and we can, we can utilize each other's skills to help each other out. So, you know, let's build a network. Let's, let's move forward and, and let's, let's do what we want to do in this life, right? It's a, it's a short life. So, Let's jump on board and, and, and live every day to the fullest. So, end of episode one, guys, and I will talk to you again here soon. We'll see you.